everyone, I'm Cecilia Higena from Cincinnati Children's Hospital. We are summarizing the talks of the update course in pediatric surgery 2022. This talk is about management of esophageal leaks. The moderator for this talk was Dr. Mark Harmon. And as speakers, we have Drs. Miguel Gelfan, Jorge Godoy, and Michele Ugasi. So, they started by presenting a case. A 10-month-old female with a long gap esophageal atresia, status post laparoscopic gastrostomy tube uh, at birth, measurement of the esophageal ends just before surgery, an end-to-end -end esophageal anastomosis uh, was done, a uh, slight tension. Fifth day post-op, there was a right pneumothorax, esophageal contrast uh, shows a large esophageal leak into the pleura, regular passage of distal, esophageal, uh, distal esophagus and stomach. Now, before I go further, for those in the room, I'm going to ask, if you just had a small contained leak after your esophageal repair, not coming out the chest tube, just contained, who would just watch that? They say that every small or moderate leak that it's contained, it can be managed by observation, and there's no need for a new intervention. So, that leads us only consider a new intervention and leaks that create huge pneumothorax are not well drained, or even if the patient is unstable. Okay, so let's see what Dr. Michele Ugasi did with this patient. So this tube was managed with chest drain, myosuction, nasogeable arboplug tube, and you add botulinum toxin. Yeah. Why? Because of saliva. So there was too much saliva for an endobac to work. So what he did is he put an NG tube and blocked the creation of saliva. That can be used with Bodox, as he did, or glycopyrrolate. That is a new medicine that is available here in the U.S. that blocks the secretion of saliva. So the leaks stop, I guess, Yeah. and you have an endoscopy after? Yes. Why? Uh, because uh, we want to see how was the, the esophagus. So we, we did endoscopy. You cannot uh, look very well for upper side because there's a lot of uh, the sutures. So it's better to go back and put uh, the wire through the, so the gastrostomy. gastrostomy. So you will have retrograde do, endoscopy. Yeah, and then you do that. And it was great. Okay, so let's rephrase. With the treatment, the leak stopped and the esophagus was healed, but it healed with a stricture. So to manage that, they went on to do an endoscopy. But a normal endoscopy was not enough because they can't see anything because of the stricture. So what they did is, as these patients got a G-tube first, they put a wire through the G-tube to the esophagus and then dilate it from there. That is called a retrograde endoscopy. And it worked really well. So now we are ready for the next case. Uh, so here we've got a two-year-old whose status post-esophageal atresia repair at another hospital, uh, type 3C, uh, high uh, uh, underdiagnosed proximal TEF. So we fixed the type C, but surprise, there's a proximal fistula. Surgeon decides to resect through the neck. Uh-oh. Six days after surgery, that's a problem. A leak, big leak coming out the neck. So it's coming out through the neck, through the cervical incision. What do you do? Oof, really tough case. It seems that everyone agreed that we can start treating these patients with a drain in his neck. But let's see if Dr. Miguel Gelfand has something else to do with this. 
this is the endoscopy. We did an endoscopy. Get the patient to the OR, get an endoscopy. So again, that's a fistula. And you can see air coming out through the, okay? So we decide to put an endobac. Endobac. This is an endoscopic vacuum closure. But how can we do this? Fortunately for us, we have Dr. Miguel Gelfand that will help us know when and how to use this. This is a, a, a paper uh, described by Cristobal Avello. He's a very, very, very intelligent guy as well, as well to how to do an endobac. So it's in online, it's very easy to, to make it. Actually, that's how it looks. It's like an NG tube attached with a sponge and you can use uh, a duoderm or a tegaderm or something to protect that, that, like, that thing. But you just put it down through endoscopy and by radioscopy just to sit it just in, in the side of the fistula and you can get suction. You can see it on the, in the sovagram that the leaks completely shut down immediately. And that you keep that for four or five days and that have a, and then you review that, you know, again in the OR. And this is the, the view five days after, completely closed. Okay, so let's repeat. This is an empty tube with a hose covered by a surgical sponge and that is covered by a perforated transparent adhesive. So we put that into patients and connect it to suction. So this is supposed to help the granulation tissue form by negative pressure, and this will make the patient heal faster. And if you want to see more, you have a link in the description that takes you to a video where you can find how to do and when to use an endowack. And now it's time for the last case. It's a patient had done a, a sophoatresia type C with no problems. Newborn, seven days, 40 weeks, 3,300 grams. They performed a thoracoscopic repair and at day three, they found a leak. And you can see the leak there. So Jorge said, I'm happy you said, yes, shouldn't be there. Exactly. To take it to the OR again. Interesting case, but why is surgery this time? Because in these cases, really I am happy for the suture without tension. I don't understand because the, the leak. Well, what Dr. Jorge Godoy explained us is that this was a pretty common surgery, no problems, no tension in the anastomosis, and the leak was very big and not explained by anything. And though not everyone agreed with this approach, he thought the surgery would be the most effective way to treat this patient. But let's see the results. First study three days after, look, and went well. No stenosis, and repeat the study three weeks ago, and look that, no stenosis, and this patient no require dilatation. So Awesome, no more leaks and no strictures. What a great session. So now it's time to summarize. First, most of the esophageal leaks can be treated by observation or chest strain. Second, if there's an external leak, like in the neck, or a fistula that's not healing well, an endobac can be a great solution. Third, for some patients with deteriorated status, or great leaks, a reanastomosis can be attempted. Fourth, after a leak, a stricture is more common, so you have to follow the patient more thoroughly. I'm Cecilia Hikena from Cincinnati Children's Hospital, and that was everything for today. And remember, we are sharing knowledge to improve child health around the globe.